Greetings. What you're about to experience is the newest order, the new ruling class, and the best of new releases from top actively performing songwriters and bands, plying their trade around the world and the world of the internet. Welcome to Radio Crystal Blue, Novus Ordo. Just walking to 
Here's some music from Dave Greaves from this ambitious two-CD set titled Still Life, the Legacy Collection. And from disc number one, we heard track number eight pulled from Cannery Row. Dave Greaves, around since the longer than the 70s, but in fact in the 70s during the time when British folk and rock music uh, were at its uh, commercial peak, Dave toured with many top artists of the day like Sandy Denny and John Martin and with a number of uh, notable labels like Island and EMI and such. He was also one of the few artists who shared billing with Nick Drake during that period in history. I'll tell you more about Dave in a bit. First, a little more about this program. This is my opportunity to give you some music from songwriters and bands from just about every place on the web and on this planet Earth with some new recordings. Most artists... Uh, can be heard on my other show, which is Radio Crystal Blue itself. Both shows can be heard via any notable podcast platform. I mean, we all know about Spotify and Apple Music and Anchor.fm, but there are others you can find, and I have a number of them linked on my website, RadioCrystalBlue.net, right there on the landing page, and also on the homepage. You can reach me via email at dan at radiocrystalblue.net and on Twitter at Radio C-B-L-U-E. Every show is available to download, share, and to stream in full. Dave has uh, quite the history, and of course I mentioned some of the folks he toured with, and he also played with some artists in the States like Johnny Johnson and the Bandwagon, as well as performing with his brother group M.G. Greaves and the Lonesome Two. It's also been electric guitarist on UK tours for Bob Cheevers. It was a show opener on what was to be Johnny Cash's final tour. He's originally from Hull in England and now lives a relatively peaceful life with his family in Scarborough, elsewhere in the country on the banks of the North Sea. Most of his songs are from personal experiences telling poignant stories in his own heartfelt manner of uh, songwriting. We heard from Cannery Row, a new collection of songs. The website is davegreavesmusic.com. D-A-V-E-G-R-E-A-V-E-S-M-U-S-I-C.com. That's how we kick off this edition of Radio Crystal Blue, Novus Ordo. Novus Ordo is Latin for New Order. And I've got five more artists to tell you about and spin music of in this uh, little time we have together. Let's get to our second one, why don't we? With a gentleman named Tristan Clark. And he is from Nanaimo in British Columbia and has his own band called the Tristones. Just released an album called Camaro. Tristan started playing guitar at the age of 11. It was in 2001 he relocated to Toronto and completed his degree in jazz performance. He would move to New York City in 2014 to further pursue his career in the music industry and currently is uh, teaching guitar lessons there. He studied with some 
notable guitar greats here in North America, and has been fortunate enough to play with jazz legends such as Dave Holland, Oliver Jones, and Dave Young, and also some pop icons like Judy Black, Dion Taylor, Divine Brown, Sean Lennon, and Estero, alongside the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. He was an opening act for Oscar Peterson, Al Green, and Betty Lovett. He's also toured North America and recorded with Toronto's alt-country group New Country Rehab. He has taught guitar for close to 20 years to students of all ages. Now, I have music here from this original blues rock project of his. He calls the Tristones. I mentioned this album is called Camaro. And let's see what Trek 5 sounds like. This is titled Permutation. It's brand new from the Tristones.
those are the Tristones. A tune called Permutation, chord trio of uh, Tristan Clark with guitars and lead vocals, Adam Jackson on the drums, Gregory Jones on bass. Website is TristanClarkMusic.com. Also, you can find the band on Twitter at the Tristones. That's T-H-E-T-R-I-S-T-O-N-E-S. I neglected to mention the folks that appear on this uh, tune by uh, Dave Greasel from Cannery Row and the studio group, Dave with acoustic guitar and string synth and also hemmed across the album, Brian Gatty with uh, bass and Paul Peterson mainly with uh, percussion, Nadia Simon with harmonies, Richard Adams doing likewise along with acoustic guitar and some extra percussion, Dave Lowe mainly on bass and some extra instruments, Holly Lowe as well with some harmonies, keys, flute, Bob Scott on the drums, kind of depends on which song it is, I don't know which artists appear on which uh, track on this. Some more information I'm sure you can find at DaveGravesMusic.com. Gave you the Tristones, of course, just now. Now we're about up to date, and now I can tell you about the Don Ray Band. And the new album of his called Band of Gypsies. They've released four albums in the roots rock and blues genres. And now he goes back to his country roots to release his first truly Americana country album. It pays tribute to his late steel guitarist-playing father by featuring steel guitarist Tony Pauletta throughout each song. Quoted for the website, he says, The steel guitar is really the reason for the entire album. It takes me back to my first musical memories. My dad and Tony actually shared a stage once when Tony and I were in the band Silver Creek back in the 80s. End quote. Don is joined by Musicians Hall of Fame guitarist Will McFarlane on both acoustic and electric guitars, and it's their second album, that they've performed on together. And it's also invited the former lead singer of Little Feet, Sean Murphy, to sing together on one of the tracks on this album. As for Don himself, he was born into a musical family in Sioux City, Iowa, who got his first drum kit at age four, started playing drums in his dad's band at the age of ten. He left the Midwest for Austin at age 18. He played drums and sang for several regionally successful Texas bands, to landing a gig with Texas legend Phil and Frenchie Burke. Don performed with Frenchie throughout the mid-80s. Then he got his first break as a solo artist. When a project he was working on was produced by keyboardist Reese Wenens, whose credits include Stevie Ray Vaughan. The first version of Don Ray's band came in Austin as well. It included former Sleep with the Wheel musicians Danny Levin on keys and Bill Mabry on fiddle. He would move to Nashville at age 26 to pursue a songwriting career, and he started the second version of the Don Ray band that hit songwriters Monty Holmes, Don Sampson, and Kurt Ryle. A few of the Co-songwriter credits Don has are with hit songwriters Randy Travis, Monty Holmes, Kurt Ryle, Kent Blasey, and Buck Moore. It's time to hear what they all sound like this time around with a tune that was first published in 2008. It's called Ernie My Wings. It is new from the Don Ray Band. Being a man 
without a melody turns you to stone I had no chance for harmony I stood alone I had no rhyme or reason while I wandered down the same dead end There's beauty on this mountain that I've never seen Now that I'm looking love is coming back to me I'm hearing sweet music and I feel like dancing again track from Don Ray, the album Band of Gypsies. Will McFarlane with guitars of uh, various sorts. Tony Pelletta with the steel guitar. Jamie McFarlane on bass. Justin Holder on the drums. Don Ray Band is the website. Don Ray Band on Twitter. This is Radio Crystal Blue Novus Ordo here at the end of April slash beginning of May for 2020. Every show available to you at any time website gives you the details and of course the rss feed is where to pay attention to to um get the very latest on all of the uh, podcast updates toward the end of the program i'll give you some details on how to submit music for future editions of uh, both programs now we go to a gentleman who's a big whalen jennings fan named tommy townsend album called turn back the clock his connections Whalen dates back to a family vacation when he was about 13, while driving to Panama City, Florida from northeastern Georgia. His uncle popped in an 8-track of the album Old Whalen, and shortly thereafter, his parents took him to hear Jennings perform live at Lanier Land Music Park. After the show, Mom and Dad talked their way past the security guards and into the backstage area, where he introduced his son to the man who would become Tommy's inspiration and mentor. Well, Tommy was soon welcomed into the fold. He would befriend Whalen's wife, Jessie Coulter, and their kids and members of the Whalers, whose bassist Terry Bridges and Whalen himself co-produced Tommy's first solo session. They took him out on the road and even brought him up on stage now and then played with the band. 
Tommy and Whalen spent time alone together, too, talking about lessons learned from life and conveyed through songs. Since 2008, Tommy has honored his musical hero by singing with Waymore's Outlaws. His lineup includes former Jennings sidekicks Bridges on bass, Richie Albright on drums, and still guitarist Fred Newell. In 2014, they hit the road, opening for Whalen's son, Shooter Jennings, and then backing him through his set as well. And got this uh, new album of his called Turn Back the Clock. It's uh, seven songs in length. This is the lone cover. It's uh, old Gordon Lightfoot chest that you should know, of course, called Sundown. It's from Tommy Townsend. Stay. 
Tommy Townsend from the album Turn Back the Clock and the Gordon Lightfoot cover there at Sundown. Tommy with vocals and guitar, of course. Aubrey Richmond on fiddle and backing vocals. Jamie Douglas on the drums. John Treffler with the pedal steel. Shooter Jennings with piano and extra guitars. Ted Russell Camp on bass. Adam Barnes featured with the uh, extra guitar work there. Tommy Townsend Online. Dot com is uh, where you can find them, as well as T. Townsend Music on Twitter. You're listening to Radio Crystal Blue, Novus Ordo. Dan Herman here and you there. Always happy to give you the latest releases from notable songwriters and bands like the ones we've heard before. And beat goes on. Been doing this particular program since 2005 and the standard show since 2000 with that uh, classic uh, freeform delivery. And I do hope you get to uh, check in with that show as well lots to come and hopefully when uh, artists have announced uh, definite shows um i'll give you some more details about definite uh, calendar appearances and update news on each artist and uh, maybe even some more frequent shows by yours truly we'll see now again to something that's rather uh, instrumental in nature and in concept generally a celtic uh, concept with this one from a songwriter named kelly mcdermott and a project that she calls Nessa. Kelly has done some transforming after extensive training as a classical flautist. She reached the top of her profession as a performer and teacher. And what Kelly had wanted to do was combine her serious musicianship with a deep newfound love of singing. This album was released in March, bookended by a successful crowdfunding campaign at the beginning of recording and a near-fatal car accident at the end. She researches and writes much of the band's music. She and her bass player, her husband Rob, arrange the ballads and put their unique flavor into the music. It's loosely categorized as world music inspired mainly through Celtic expression. With this project, she sings and plays piano as well as flute, and also finds great joy in composing and researching and arranging old ballads from both Europe and from the United Kingdom. Rob is Rob Crozier, a multi-instrumentalist performing through Southeast Michigan and has a 20-year musical career that's included sharing bills with the likes of Creedence Clearwater Revisited and jazz greats like Perry Robinson and Tony Malaby. So we'll see what this track is like. This is... Part of what's known as the Elemental Suite, consisting of prayers and meditations on the elements and nature. This uh, is labeled Fire Dance, reflecting the fire dances in many cultures that honor the seasons and festivals. This one inspired directly by the Celtic Beltane Festival, which uh, takes place on May Day. That would be May the 1st. So this is again called Fire Dance. It is new from Nessa.
Kelly McDermott with a project called Nessa across this album. She is on flute, vocals, the shooty box, and also temple bells. Rob Crozier on bass and some extra percussion. Dan Palmer on guitars. Mike List on percussion. Rick Beeman on the drums. Brian Brill on the keys. Nessamusic.com and also Nessa Music and the number one on Twitter. Before we get to our final track, going to give you some uh, details about how to submit music for future editions of RCB and RCB Nova Sordo. Every program contains the very latest music from many great artists like the ones you've heard so far. To that end, I'm looking for music released in the year 2020 and also from late 2019. CDs are the only ones I feature on this program as of this publishing, because... Um, library I have here is actually in very short supply, so I may change my tune and add more uh, music sourced and downloads. And downloads are just fine, but I always like to focus on CDs because I think they ultimately tell much more of what the uh, story is, what the concept is about. Nevertheless, CDs are preferable. Downloads, I debut on the main show itself. Music can be mailed off to this address, that would be Dan Herman, Radio Crystal Blue, 1310 Bundrant Drive, number 809, in Killeen, in Texas. 76543 is the zip code. Also, there are two websites where artists can submit music in the form of electronic press kits, or what we might call EPKs. Those websites are musicsubmit.com and sonicbids.com. DJ Flowerdove and myself go through these uh, EPKs, and we'll contact artists directly whose music we like most and are the best ones we feel can tell the story, their stories. And uh, for the final of the six albums on this program, we turn to duo of Johnel Mosser with John Hall and a live album from 1994. Date is 528-94, uh, in fact. And on that day, John Allen John took the stage of Bearsville Theater with a bag full of brand new songs en route to a tour of Japan. They were joined for two songs by fellow travelers Lance Hoppen and Debbie Land with backing vocals. Janelle has a long history in doing backup studio vocals for the likes of B.B. King, Trisha Yearwood, Etta James, Winona Judd, Rodney Crowell, Vince Gill, Waylon Jennings, speaking of, Patti Smythe, A.J. Croce, and Bruce Coburn. She started singing at a young age, rising to do jazz standards in piano bars near her childhood home of Louisville. Her dad, a retired Air Force Master Sergeant, had died of a heart attack when she was just three. She was brought up by her mother, Joy, who loved jazz. After college, she was in the Ken Smith Band, playing up to six nights a week, an all-girl group called Yo Mama. <laughs> she also met her first husband, John Cowan, lead singer of the New Grass Revival, and moved to Nashville. She started doing studio sessions and was part of another all-female act called Girls, Girls, Girls with Karen Steely and Lee Satterfield. She also loved Texas singer-songwriter Towns Van Zandt, whom she first met in Bowling Green around 1978 or 79. And her debut album was a compilation of Towns covers called Around Towns in 1996. She then came to the attention of Bonnie Raitt producer Don Was after hearing her do demos of Towns songs to be pitched to Bonnie. Don was so supportive, he soon put a band together with John L. as lead singer. He got folks like Mark Goldenberg from Jackson Brown's band, Ben Montage from Tom Petty's Heartbreakers, and legend Ringo Starr. They recorded seven songs, 
and they call themselves the New Maroons. They played just two gigs, one of them being Farm Aid. But sadly, the recordings were shelved because other projects. She also signed a deal with MCA, with Don Producing, and cut and mixed a record in Nashville and L.A. Hopefully there will still be a chance for the New Maroons album coming out in the future. Her second album was called Soul Like Joy in 2000, a smart, sophisticated batch of songs that Janella wrote with John Hall of the band Orleans, you may remember from the 1970s. Next up was Enough Rope, which was released in the year 2001, and now we come to this recording I mentioned, which stems from a 2004 live recording in Bearsville, New York. Janelle Mosser, featuring John Hall. This is from the album Little Black Tress. Captures the flavor of this concert. You're going to hear track number five, titled Ordinary Splendor.
Jonelle Mosser and John Hall. Ordinary Splendor is track five from this recent release titled Little Black Dress. J-O-N-E-L-L-M-O-S-S-E-R dot com and on Twitter with that same spelling. And also John Hall Music for more about him and his history. And I'll put the cap on the bottle for this edition of Radio Crystal Blue Nova's Ordo. Very happy you're able to join me for uh, this uh, short program and... The long program, the standard show, is also available in the RSS feed. And of course, there are a number of places to hear a podcast. Spotify, there's uh, Anchor.fm, Apple Music, and you can even listen with your Alexa or Siri. You can reach me at dan at radiocrystalblue.net and on Twitter at Radio CBLUE. Thanks to DJ Florida for her assistance in production of both programs. I will see you on these airwaves again. Meanwhile, be safe. Do take care. Namaste.